Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was so cool. I think you're so talented. Social media is only positive with Zigazoo, the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. In Zigazoo, all community members are verified kids like yours, and all content is fully human moderated. Try out Zigazoo this spring break. Download the Zigazoo app today. CNN Underscore's Guide to Sleep has tons of recommendations for products that can help you get the best night's sleep ever. All right, let's face it. Most of us have had trouble falling or staying asleep at some point. And there are a lot of products and hacks claiming to be the solution to our sleepless nights. That's why the CNN Underscored team spend hundreds of hours testing products to find the ones that can make a huge difference in the quality of your slumber. Visit Underscored.com now for our ultimate guide to getting better sleep. Welcome to the Scene to Scene podcast. I am your host, Valerie Complex. Today, I am chatting with Ji Young Yu. Ji Young stars as co-lead in the six-part limited series, Expats. I think I learn a little bit with every character that I play. I think usually I play a character and it causes enough introspection that I learn something about myself. I honestly can't gush enough about Freaky Tales. I'm so excited to share it with more people. If you like what you hear, be sure to review, like, and subscribe to the Scene to Scene podcast. Are you looking to step up to a 4K smart TV? One that gives you unparalleled clarity and picture resolution? Then we've got good news for you. Because the Vizio 65-inch V-Series 4K smart TV is now just 348 With all your favorite apps built in, you can stream straight out of the box. You can even sing along to all your favorite music and radio on the iHeartRadio app. Looking for a smaller or bigger screen? Vizio offers unbeatable prices on all V-Series 4K smart TVs. Head to Walmart.com today and score the 4K TV you've been waiting for. This is the Nightcap with Tim Murray and Super Bowl champion Sean King on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. It is the Nightcap, and we are off and running. That is Sean King. I am Tim Murray, and. We've had ourselves a good start to the night, and hopefully it keeps on rolling here with some action going on, college basketball. Sean's got some NBA action, or actually that's already uh, in the can. So Yes, it is. Uh, always love Wednesday shows as we've got ourselves our regulars. Brad Evans will join us at the top of the next hour. We will have Kenny White as well. He will join us at the uh, 9 o'clock Pacific, midnight Eastern Top of the hour. So always great to have those two gentlemen. And then Stanford Steve will join us this hour. Bottom of the hour, get his thoughts on the upcoming college football card as well. But, Sean, you know, when we have guests in, we try to get good guests, conversational, have a lot of fun with them, but also it's informative. It is. And yesterday, earlier in the day, our good buddy, Jim Root, texted me. He said, hey, I'm going to be around circa... Want me to pop on in? We said, of course we want Jim to come on in. We talked some big picture stuff. And then we looked at tonight's college basketball card. And there was one game that our good friend Jim Root really liked. Yeah. Had a great, had great insight. Now I liked it too, but I didn't have near the insight that Jim Root had on this game. And it was in my old backyard. 
It was involving our producer, Aaron Oster's alma mater in Maryland. Last night, Maryland and George Mason, the line was like 12, 12 and a half. I grabbed it at 11 and a half late last night. And let's take a look back in case you missed it. This is what our good friend, Jim Root, had to say about Maryland and George Mason, who played tonight in College Park. Uh, let's get to tomorrow, Jim, before we, uh, before we let you run onto, uh, onto an evening to yourself. Um, a, a, a coach that you are familiar with, Kim English, she goes to uh, George Mason. He's a, a Baltimore native. George Mason, for those who don't know, in Fairfax, Virginia, obviously had the magical run to the Final Four in 06. Uh, they're playing Maryland on the road, a team that you said was disappointing. Mason is getting 12. If you shop around, you may find a 12 and a half. Is Mason, George Mason, live tomorrow against Maryland? I, I think so. I, they've been awesome so far this year. They've covered three games easily. Stony Brook, like the, the preseason favorite in the America East, blew them out. Penn, a top three team in the Ivy, blew them out. Morgan State beat them by 40. They've done everything right so far, and English had all of the the hype coming in, and it was like, can he really deliver? Yeah. And they have so far, and, and some of the transfers he's brought in speak to the fact that they can be this good. Like, it's not an aberration where they're playing above their talent level. Like, they brought Deshaun Schwartz, an, an all-pack 12 caliber guy from Colorado. Devontae Gaines from Tennessee followed English, uh, who's an assistant there. They've got real talent. Being this good makes sense. Like, it, it adds up if the coach is as good as it seems. So, yeah, I think they can compete, and, and the money line is certainly interesting. Oh, this gives me so much pleasure. <laughs> oh, yes. I get to go against our producer, Aaron Oster's Maryland Terp- Terrapins tomorrow. I can't wait. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just stirring the pot. I'm oh, my show. gosh. I'm coming to the show. Hey, Aaron, you better hope they show up, brother. <laughs> well, George Mason did show up, and they won 71-66. to Sean's got himself that beautiful money line ticket right there. <laughs> CEO of the dog pound. Yes. Read out a that. A nice plus 425. Boom. Boom. Boom, boom, boom. I, I, uh, I chickened out like I normally do. I just took the points. Look, I'm also happy with a no sweat Absolutely. victory. Uh, you have the more manhood than I do. By logic. You took the plus 425, and uh, Mason not only covers what was the closing number of nine, nine and, and a half, half. Uh, they win that game outright, went 71-66. to 66. Got a little close at the end uh, for the money line situation. The spread was never in doubt. And, I mean, that breakdown by Jim. Excellent job, Jim. I mean, phenomenal. Excellent uh, job. Deshaun Schwartz, who he talked about, the transfer from Colorado. He had 24 points tonight uh, to lead all scorers. So, an incredible breakdown. Well done. Follow our good friend, at Second Chance Points on Twitter, and obviously he'll be joining us uh, throughout the college basketball season. As time warrants, you know, he's a busy man. He's making picks like this. So uh, 71-66, the dog was a barking tonight in college park. It was, and I actually always tell you this. Like, well, in football I say this, but I think it applies in basketball, especially because of the super senior issue and the amount of veteran experienced college basketball players that have transferred to different programs. And Jim's an expert. You know, he named the guys that George Mason had added. We had already had a conversation about Kim English being an up-and-coming guy that people are really looking at to potentially lead, you know, one of these blue blood programs really soon. And all I could think about was this looks just like Seton Hall, Michigan last night. (laughs) 
You know, the spread was relatively the same kind of number. Seton Hall, George Mason, both have transfers, veteran teams. I was like, you know, if they cover, I think they'll have a chance to win. So, you know, I, I backed the dog. Plus 425 is always nice. Beautiful. It is. Great way to get the uh, night started. I had Michigan State going on the road, playing a team that plays very similar style to they do in Butler. I thought same style. Michigan State's more talented. Got two wins. Very rarely will you see me take a road Favorite. favorite in college basketball. That's generally not a good thing, but in this instance, I liked it. I have Central Michigan. I cannot have anything else scored in the game but a field goal. It was 37-17, four minutes left in the fourth. Hopefully, we can get that under in. I have it at 58. Okay. They sit at 54, so I can have a field goal. So, overall, really good night. I had the under in the Orlando Magic games, 207 and a half. Sure. That cashed. Great. <laughs> Last bet I have, Colorado Avalanche on the puck line. All single tickets. So hopefully they can come there you go. bring daddy some more. Ching, 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 ching. Uh, I have, uh, I've got NIU tonight. Uh, not, uh, not, as, not one that I loved as much. Obviously, Brad was very high on NIU. There was some movement towards Buffalo in that game. So wasn't in love with it. Uh, but I did take a little bit on uh, on NIU. Which, you know, I looked uh, at that game. NIU does have a three-point lead right now. And as I researched it more and more, like, people are really high on Buffalo's personnel. They think Lance Lepo leaving kind of created, like, some inconsistencies that didn't exist before. But I was looking at it like, if they're ever going to rally mm-hmm. and play their best effort. So, from a talent standpoint, that game was was very tight. But I will tell you this. NIU is in a very, very comfortable situation here. I think they've won seven or eight games in the last minute, 30 seconds of the game. So they're used to being in these tight contests. I'm sure they'll pull it out. The spread closed at what? Minus one. One. So yeah. all they have to do is basically win. So I think you'll be okay. Yeah, right now, 27 24. NIU uh, in the Mac, in Maction. Maction. Uh, they are uh, trying to win their side of the division and, uh, and play for the Mac title. Uh, that would be uh, after Thanksgiving. So uh, Buffalo with a loss would be ineligible for a bowl. So that's always something to keep in mind, especially around this time, Sean. You know, teams with five wins, they're going to be extra motivated. And I'm going to talk about it later on in the show. At teams that, that just won their sixth game. Now, this look, this doesn't apply to your blue bloods more right, often than Who are not. playing for conference championships. But and, the mid-majors right. or teams who haven't been to a bowl in a while. And I've got one particular team that is really made me intriguing to fade this week because they won their sixth game last weekend. So we'll get to that uh, a little bit later on in the show. To double down on your point, having just come from college football, being a coach, it's a huge deal. Mm -hmm. Like when you become bowl eligible, like there are all kinds of incentives that kick in for the coaches. The players now know that – I, my senior night is not my last yeah. game. We get like a, a trip. Sometimes it's viewed as a vacation. Depends on who you're playing, where the game's at. Yeah. But these guys love the bowl games. I know the perception is now because there's so many, they have the college football playoff that they don't mean anything, but they really do. For a lot of these guys, it's their last time to get together. The swag bags are great. They take you in this room, Tim, and you have like everything – PlayStation 5s over there, recliners, 70-inch TVs, and you kind of get to pick, you know, based on like a a little point system, what you want. So the guys love it, and it's a big deal when you become bowl eligible, especially at those middle-of-the-road to bottom schools in the Power 5 and then all of the non-Power 5 schools. Yeah, and I just want people, and I think a lot of our listeners totally recognize that. By the way, I love betting the bowl season. It's awesome because you you think about – 
you know, I remember a couple years ago, I was doing a show on a different network, but there was, as soon as the bowl schedule came out, I looked at one game, I go, that one, right there. <laughs> and it was the Independence Bowl uh-huh. in Shreveport, Louisiana, and it was Louisiana Tech taking on Miami. Oh, yeah. And anytime you could see a disappointing Power 5 team yes. taking on one of these hungry group of five teams. It was teams, basically a home game for La Tech. They, sh- they shut out Miami. Yeah. I mean, they, they, it was it's cold. Be cold. It was cold. Oh, yeah. And it was the day after Christmas. And that's why the bowl season is so fun to, to handicap. Obviously, it gets a little trickier now with the opt-outs. But, yeah, I, I think it is, if you do your homework, and we'll see. I, I, I'm going to bring up a team. I'm, a, I'm teasing it for you. I'm going to bring up a team, though, and I'm curious to get your thoughts on it. But that is something I, I, you know, and once again, like I said, our listeners, our viewers probably recognize that. But your casual sports fan, oh, who cares about the, you know, the the craft fight hunger bowl? Uh, rest in peace. That bowl doesn't exist anymore. But, you know, but for these mid-majors, it's a, big deal. It's a huge deal. It is. You know, it's an opportunity for them to play more football. Like you said, to get the swag bag and for the MAC teams or the Sunbelt teams or the CUSA teams, you are more often than not on an island, on ESPN, by yourself. Yeah, and you fill your closet up. Yeah. You get more gear get during stuff. bowl week than you cool do all stuff. season. Yeah. So <laughs> uh, so we are uh, off and running. New uh, Northern Illinois need a, this to hold on. 27-24, they lead Buffalo right now. But Buffalo driving at midfield. I've got Northern Illinois on the money line. Sean's got a little action action going on as well. And on the other side, NFL Rookie of the Year is uh, a little hot and heavy. Discuss that on the other side. It's the nightcap here on the I'm Dr. Sanjay Gupta, CNN's chief medical correspondent, and this is Chasing Life. Three out of four U.S. adults are considered overweight or have obesity. 75% of Americans. Dr. Fatima Cody-Stanford. Our weight is one factor that plays a role in our health. But by itself, it doesn't give us the full story of who we are. We have to look at our full person. Listen to Chasing Life, streaming now on the iHeartRadio app. Hi, I'm Antonia Blythe, and this is 20 Questions on Deadline. Joining me today is Alison Bree. Welcome, Alison. We got second place in my seventh grade lip sync contest for one of the songs on that album. The one that was like, you've already won me over. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. It's a very all slow. The, all the options. In spite of me. <laughs> like, what did we do? It's so slow. Don't forget to listen to 20 Questions on Deadline. Thank you again, Alison. Thank you. Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was edited so well. I think you're so talented. Social media interactions are only positive when you use Zigazoo. Zigazoo is the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. Your kids can upload their content and see what their friends are up to. With Zigazoo, they can create videos, enter to win prizes, and try out the latest dances and trends. There's no commenting, no text messaging, and everything is 100% human moderated. Plus, all community members are real, verified kids just like yours. There are no bots, trolls, or AI. Because Zigazoo is about one thing and one thing only, and that is fun. Try out Zigazoo this spring break and let your kids share your vacation vlogs and best edits with their friends 
safely. Download the Zigazoo app today. That's Z-I-G-A-Z-O-O. Ready to unlock a world of entertainment? Philips Roku TV has America's favorite TV streaming platform built in. So you can watch live TV, catch every game, discover must-see shows and hit movies, and get all the best streaming apps in one place, like iHeart for all your favorite music, radio, and podcasts. Watch what you want, when you want. Immerse yourself in entertainment with premium 4K picture and sound for every budget, with sizes for every room. Find your perfect Philips Roku TV today, online or at your local Walmart and Sam's Club. This is the Nightcap on VSN, the sports betting network. Welcome back in this segment of the Nightcap being brought to you by Zinn Nicotine Pouches, a fresh way to enjoy nicotine without all the baggage of cigarettes, dip, or vape. No more smelling like an ashtray, no more spit cups, no batteries to charge or leaky equipment to deal with. Zinn Nicotine Pouches are smoke-free, spit-free, and available in 10 varieties like spearmint, wintergreen, citrus, and many more. And for your convenience, each variety comes in two strengths, so you can easily find the satisfaction level that's perfect for you. Zinn, America's number one nicotine pouch, is available in over 100,000 locations. I'm shorting them nationwide, meaning it's never been easier to find your Zinn. So head on over to Zinn.com slash find to locate a store near you. That's ZYN.com slash find. Warning, this product does contain nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. It is the nightcap here on VEASAN, Tim Murray, and Sean King. Sean, let the good people know uh, what you just had come home. Yes, I had a two-team parlay, Central Michigan minus two and a half, under 58. I looked at a trend yesterday, Mac games, they weren't scoring as much. I don't know if the defensive coordinators got together and said, hey, we're getting embarrassed on national TV, but I think I got extremely lucky because I think the halftime score was 31-17, if I'm not mistaken, <laughs> hey. and the total is 58, but... Sometimes it's better to be lucky than good. Yeah, man. So good night for the nightcap tonight. Uh, I just saw we're going to have Stanford Steve, good friend of the program, Mm -hmm. on uh, in 15 minutes. And I just saw him retweet something that I need to bring up. And if anyone out there had Northern Iowa in men's basketball tonight, Mm -hmm. plus the 12 and a half, that was the closing number at a number of shops. Here it was 13, so if you – Grab the closing number here. You're a little bit better off, but the consensus was 12 and a half. South Point had 12 and a half. Other spots in town had 12 and a half. Northern Iowa was taking on woo, Pig Suey today. Under three minutes to go, and Northern Iowa had a 78-77 lead. You're good to go, Sean. Mm. Up one, under three minutes to go. Final score... Arkansas 93, Northern Iowa 80. (laughs) Game closed the final three minutes. Arkansas closed out on a 16-2 run. Looks like Northern Iowa missed a three as time expired. That would have got that cover. That is the pain and the agony of betting on college basketball. Sometimes. Sometimes it's easy. Sometimes it's a rocking chair like George Mason tonight. Once again, shout out to our guy, Jim Root. Uh, but other times you're going to get bad beats like this. So uh, condolences to anyone out there who had Northern Iowa plus the 12 and a half. Oof. Ah, 
Eee, that hurts. 93-80, 16-2 run to close out the game. All right, I got a big field goal attempt coming. 55-yarder. He's going to nail it. Oh, my gosh, of course he is. <laughs> what I tell you, Sean. Hey, listen. Anytime you bet against a team, their kicker instantaneously becomes Justin Tucker. This guy from Buffalo just buried a 55-yard field goal with room to spare. I mean, he just obliterated that kick, Sean. I'm just telling you, I don't know (laughs) if they outsource. What is happening? The actual evaluations. But I want you to pay attention to something because I think we only have maybe two weeks left. The kickers in the MAC are better than the kickers I've seen in any Power 5 conference in America. Like, these guys consistently make clutch kicks time after time. Watch it moving forward. I mean, that dude. You talk about the transfer portal? I'd be calling. You Call, know, somebody, yeah. hey, you know, McNulty, hey, you want to come to LSU? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you want to come to Mississippi State? You want to come to Texas A&M? I mean, my man just stepped up like he was a 10-year vet in the NFL indoors and just buried a 58. I would say that was good from 60. I mean, we saw a 62-yarder win the game last week at Texas Tech. I mean, that thing. I'd say you're okay, though, because NIU's been in this position the entire year, and they've won all these games. Yeah. All right. Oh, of course. Mm-hmm. It's all right. I'm, I'm happy. I'm yeah. happy. George Mason was a bigger bet. You know, this would be icing on the cake. Nothing like your night. Your night has been tremendous. But uh, we've got ourselves a Thursday night football game tomorrow night, Sean. Falcons taking on the Patriots, and two of the preseason favorites to win Rookie of the Year are going head-to-head. Now, one of them has faded away. That would be Kyle Pitts because, for some reason, Arthur Smith said, I don't want to pass to my fourth overall pick. Uh, But the other in Mac Jones has flourished. Before we get to that, I I do want to bring up something, and I know Brad's got some thoughts, and I I got too many tabs up. (laughs) But Bill Belichick today, when talking about Kyle Pitts, these were some of the words that he said talking about Kyle Pitts. Because you know he mumbles when he talks about his own team. But when he talks about other teams, Sean, he he goes on and on like it's a, a sonnet. Everything is a problem. This guy, I thought last year in the draft, just watching him, he's phenomenal. He's big. He's fast. He's got great hands. He adjusts to the ball. Makes tough catches. Savvy route runner can get open. Very hard to match up against. I was reading through some of the Atlanta comments, and you hear them comparing him to a cross between Tony Gonzalez and Julio Jones. And I'd say that's about right. That's what it looks like. This guy is one of the superstars of the NFL already. Kyle Pitts is going to have no catches tomorrow night. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, Bill Belichick, just as if he was like, that's his child. Uh, you look at the over-under, I think it's actually moved down a little bit, uh, and Brad Evans will talk about this top of the hour. I think it opened at like 69 and a half. He's starting to get around 60 yards per game or so, 62 last week, 62 weeks ago. Ain't happening tomorrow. That is, Belichick's game plan is take that guy away. Number eight, no. Most likely. <laughs> well, that's mean, easier said than done. It, look, if I, go to, if I lose this bet, I lose knowing that Bill Belichick failed to take away a rookie pass catcher that he just drooled out of the mouth over uh, on the microphone in Foxborough. 
So if I lose that bet, that's a risk I'm willing to take. He's actually their leading receiver, by the way, too. 40 catches for 606 yards. And uh, just before he's caught, let's see how many times, what is the number, 63 and a half? Yeah, you should be good. Last three games, he hasn't gone over 63 and a half. It's, right, it's hovering 13, right there. 13, 62, and 60. Right. It's hovering right there. I'm he just... did have a stretch before that where he eight for, uh, seven for 163 and, and nine for 119, but that was against the Dolphins and the Jets. So this would be a little more sturdy defense. The thing is, I actually like the Falcons a little bit tomorrow because this is just that classic spot where the public's going to be racing the back the Patriots. They just won 45 to 7. They're rolling. And then you've got the Falcons, who lost by 40 last week. So I will say this, though. Yeah. Since the October 3rd game versus Washington, if you count that game, his targets, 9, Hits, yeah. 10, 8, 6, 7, and 7. So it does look like Arthur Smith heard you talking about his game plan. He's trying. Too little, too late, to Arthur. Kyle. It's not going to get me my it's not help him in rookie 12 to 1 rookie of the year. Yep, that's dead. Now, I do have a Jamar Chase 14 to 1 rookie of the year. I think year. that one's dead, too. It's alive, but I think there's a gentleman who's going to have something to say about that, and that would be Mac Jones. And if you look at the odds there, it's interesting. He's Mac Jones is the underdog, not the underdog. He's the second favorite at DraftKings and BetMGM. But here at Circa, he's minus 115. And, you know, one wide receiver has won this award in the last decade, and that was Odell Beckham Jr. in 2014. Three of the last five have been quarterbacks. And... You know, like we talked about, Jamar Chase has been tremendous. You get the side-by-side comparison there if you're looking at the screen on vcin.com or YouTube TV. I love Jamar Chase. He's awesome. And Mac Jones is winning this award. Yeah, and I've said, I think, countless times on the show when I said before the draft, best quarterback yeah. by far in this rookie class is Mac Jones. And he's proven me right. In this four-game win streak, he's thrown six touchdowns and only one interception. So he's starting to become a lot more productive statistically, but I want to talk about somebody else. The value on that list is Najee Harris. That's true. Last five games, he's rushed for 461 yards. That's second most in the National Football League. Now, with Derrick Henry being out, Jonathan Taylor more than likely is going to lead the league in rushing. But Najee Harris is six, and he's within, you know, shouting distance of everyone else. So he could very easily finish second in the NFL in rushing. And if that happens, and Pittsburgh's in the playoffs – it's going to be close between Najee and Mac. It'll be interesting and fascinating to watch. You know, 24th pick in the draft. A lot of people say don't take running backs in the first round, but it's working for Pittsburgh. Yeah, I mean, I think the big criticism of Pittsburgh drafting Najee Harris was not the They had talent. James Conner. Well, no, it was not the talent of Najee Harris. It was the offensive line was garbage. And that, how are you going to run? But does that make what he's doing even more impressive? It does yeah. to me. It, he's, been, he's been absolutely phenomenal. We'll see this weekend with all the COVID situation going on for Sunday Night Football. Um, we've got a field goal kick coming up here for my Northern Illinois Huskies. We'll see what happens. Stanford Steve coming up bottom of the hour. That's in five minutes. Stick around for that. That's Sean. I'm Tim. It's the Nightcap here on v This is the Nightcap on VSEN, the sports betting network.
The Visa Black Friday offer is here right now when you sign up for our $99 midseason football special. You also receive a $20 credit to the VSIN store. Get all our expert sports betting analysis, insights, and data for the rest of the football season, plus 20 bucks to buy VSIN sports betting hats, shirts, mugs, and other great gear. Hurry, this is a limited time offer, so sign up now for the perfect sports betting holiday gift at VSIN.com backslash subscribe hey sean i got ice in my veins ice i got ice in those veins you gotta give him a pass though i mean it looks like it's a, a 50 mile per hour win out there <laughs> what do i always say when you're betting against a kicker he becomes justin tucker and when you're betting on a kicker he becomes a middle schooler and uh, the niu kicker just missed a 38 yard field goal win grabbed it and we're going to overtime. You're still alive. Look at the official. He's about to blow. He Look, they couldn't even throw the coin toss. <laughs> they got to redo it because the wind took the coin and put it into the NIU player. All right, let's bring in our next guest who I think is on the same side as me in this maction. Uh, we're two crazy you-know-whats betting Northern Illinois here tonight. Uh, Stanford Steve joins us. Uh, sometimes he calls me Tim. Sometimes he calls me Bill. You never know what he's going to call me. What's up, man? <laughs> Just uh, trying to root home that under again. Gave it out on Daily Wager tonight. Oh, so. you're on the under. You know, oh, that's brutal. Yeah. That's brutal. Yeah. So, uh, you know those picks that you give out on air? You root for you root harder for those than you do someone that you have going on your wallet. So, that, this, this is the old double whammy. That is uh, 100% true. <laughs> uh, what and, are you, 54? And the total is what? 59. 59. So, you're going to need a field goal? Yeah, you need a field goal and no other points here. That's possible. It's possible. Uh, it is uh, It is possible. Um, Steve, I was listening to your pod today, and uh, you could check up his write-ups, too, uh, over at ESPN.com. I think those come out tomorrow. You know, I'm curious. A team that you've yep. been on quite a bit, Steve, uh, is Boston College. You like them preseason to go over their win total, mm-hmm. then Phil Dracovic gets hurt. Uh, and I, yeah. I don't know what to do with this game. Florida State at Boston College, because initially I wanted to fade Florida State off the win over Miami. But then you look at their record, they're mm-hmm. four and six. They still have an opportunity to make a bowl game with Florida next week looking more winnable. And you know that what that would mean for Mike Norvell and that in uh, that team. So uh, any thoughts on Florida State at BC, that number around one and a half in favor of the Eagles? Yeah, uh, BC, I thought, showed me a lot being down early last week at Georgia Tech and fighting back. It looked good uh, with Dracovic leading that charge. Um you know, I haven't even looked at the weather yet for, for Boston, knowing what, you know, some teams look like that are from Florida that come up late in the year. Uh, a lot of times those guys, you know, are wearing long sleeves for the first time. Um, so it uh, it's interesting. You know, I, I give Norvell a ton of credit seeing what and where that program was after the loss to Jacksonville State. Um, I thought it, it's been really impressive to get the wins they have. And I think a bowl game would be huge for them. Uh, especially um, a win over Florida with what how they look lately. Uh, but I, I would lean BC here. I just think the defense is more uh, consistent than Florida State, and I think they they could get the uh, run game going. And off of that, Jacoby with the play play action uh, and his running backs are, are really good. Uh, and you know if they haven't had the reps in all you know the last week with the injury time, Jacoby. But uh, I would lean BC in that game. Um, one game, and you were down in Charlottesville last week uh, on the sidelines there, so you got to see up close and personal Virginia. Mm-hmm. And you know when they don't have Brendan Armstrong, it's just a it's a horse of a different color. Uh, now they go on the road yep. to take on Pittsburgh. We know the implications uh, this one has for 
uh, the Coastal Division. Essentially, the winner of this game is in the driver's seat to go and play for an ACC title. Uh, you know, looking at the updates, you know, uh, Brocko Mendenhall is going to keep it close to the vest uh, about Brendan Armstrong. But you look at this spread right now, 14 and a half in favor of Pittsburgh. Is this too many points? Uh, you know, last week it felt like it was too short because I think most of us had a hunch Brendan Armstrong wouldn't play. I would imagine he's going to give it a go this week. Is this too many points? I think so. Yeah. Uh, the word was that they were keeping him out last week because, I, uh, you know, as much as it sucks that you only get Notre Dame to come to your place every once in a while and have it be the ABC prime game, it didn't mean anything as far as the division. And, you know, the way it is with, you know, the coastal chaos they talk about every year, uh, all, all signs point to Armstrong playing this, this week. So I love catching the 14 and a half with Virginia. Uh, we've seen how good he is in that offense, uh, going to Provo and having that first half he did before he got hurt. So, um, I mean, as, as good of a story as Pitt is, I still think Pitt's defense is, is not there. And it's still really surprising to me knowing how good of a, uh, you know, defensive mind Narduzzi is. So, um, yeah, I, I think 14 and a half is a lot. It's going to be a crazy game. Uh, we know both teams the capability of scoring points, but I, I would take the 14 and a half of Virginia there. You know, Steve, what do you think of the the total in that game? Kenny Pickett, everybody has him first round grade now for the draft. He didn't play his best mm-hmm. game in their last contest, but we know he has talent. They no. have weapons at receiver. And if Armstrong plays, considering that you have question marks about Pittsburgh, and we know Virginia's defense is borderline non-existent, yeah. what do you think of the total? Uh, I think it's going to go up. Uh, so if you like it, grab it now, because I think there's people that are still hesitant on Armstrong. But like I said, I, all signs point to him playing this game, and I still think the, the number – uh, is not um, representing that. So uh, I, I expect an all a crazy, crazy game. And yeah, I, I would. Leave, I mean, that's that's tough to take an under between those two offenses. Uh, Target, you know, mentioning uh, what we think of the defenses also. So yeah, I, I think the the over is only going to go up. Talking to Steve Cochlin, uh, who is uh, of course on Daily Wager on ESPN, Stanford Stephen the Bear podcast, Van Pelt Center. Uh, each and every weekday night, which you can catch tonight as well. We call you Stanford Steve because you went to Stanford, you played tight end there, and you got the game this weekend. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you had been uh, ambitious early on this week, you could have got a pretty good number with Stanford uh, before the news of Tanner McKee came out that he will be back. Uh, so right now, your arch rival Cal laying one. Uh, you going to back the alma mater here? No, I'm. Not. Uh, it, is, it is not not been a great couple of weeks since Tanner got hurt. Uh, we know how important he is to that offense. Uh, you know he doesn't play against Utah, and then people are like, "How the hell did Oregon lose to this Stanford team?" They didn't lose to that Stanford team. They lost to the Stanford team with Tanner McKee and three of his best uh, playmakers also there in a high scoring game that Stanford had the benefit of getting an untimed down and uh, winning that game. So uh, I look at Cal on the other side, guys, as a team that's got to have a lot of anger mm-hmm. uh, built up. Uh, you know, I was looking at the schedule. The last time we saw them at full strength, they beat Oregon State the day before Halloween. Think about how long. I mean, we're almost a month from there. Um, so I, I think I think Cal comes off pretty pissed off. 
knowing what they've gone through off the field the last couple of weeks. And also on top of that, Cal lost this game last year on a blocked extra point. So I, I feel like Cal's going to be out for revenge here. I, I would side with the Bears as, as much as that pains me to say that. Uh, I, I would take Cal in that game. Clemson's laying four against Wake Forest, America's darling, the the Wake Forest Demon Deacons. Uh, Clemson, believe it or not, I think they're still alive for the Atlantic somehow, some way uh, to win that division. Mm-hmm. So they're laying four at home. Is Brent Venables going to be able to dial up uh, a quality enough defense to slow down Sam Partman, uh, Hartman in this uh, in this spot on Saturday afternoon? This is the most fascinating game to me of the whole weekend, guys, because of the idea of that Wake Forest offense and their offensive coordinator, Warren Ruggiero, who's just been sensational. And, and Hartman calling the shots there, it's just awesome uh, to watch. Even though it's not really uh, <laughs> conventional in their ways. So um, it's, it, it, it's, it's a great uh, battle of wits because Venables, I put him in the top two of defense coordinators in the country, but how do you attack that mesh point with Wake Forest when they do the delay? You know, like how, how do, you, do, you, do you send the pressure? Because Wake Forest just does a great job of replacing those blitzers with guys behind them. So Hartman sees that blitzer, and it's just, you know, it's not a hot read. It's just a replacer. Um, so I think it's a great matchup of Clemson's defense, which they still have a ton of talent on, against that awesome Wake Forest offense. But the problem is Wake Forest's defense is just brutal. And Clemson's shown they could start running the ball pretty soon. Uh, you know, or I should say in the in the last couple of weeks with Shipley. So I, as much as I pay, I, I I think I would side with Clemson in the game. But it's to sit back and watch for me because I just want to see how the contrast of styles no. line up. No, don't do it. Oh no, <laughs> no. And now you just score. We got about thirty oh, seconds left, Steve. Man. Listen, it's been two thousand fifteen. Since 2015, since Ohio State lost a conference home game, it was to Michigan State. I think Kenneth Walker goes crazy Saturday. Sparty finds a way on the heels of Mel Tucker's new 10-year, $95 million deal. Am I crazy? You so you like Michigan State? I couldn't hear you. The other guy was screaming in the background. Well, I was screaming. <laughs> I was screaming for you, St- uh, Steve. I'm sorry. The overhit. Well, well, he'll he'll text me his answer for you. Right. We got to hit a break. That's Stanford Steve from ESPN. It's the nightcap. As someone who lives for politics, when a major scandal unfolds, it was shocking. I have to know what were they thinking. Backroom deals. Huge amounts of money. CIA secrets. Sets off a firestorm in Washington. Affairs. No way this guy's got a mistress. Corruption. I knew I was a dead man. Warning, it's even messier than you thought. United States of Scandal with Jake Tapper, Sunday at 9 on CNN. Hi, I'm Antonia Blythe, and this is 20 Questions on Deadline. Joining me today is Alison Bree. Welcome, Allison. We got second place in my seventh grade lip sync contest for one of the songs on that album. The one that was like, you've already won me over. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. It's a very all slow. The, all the options. In spite of me. Like, what did we do? It's so slow. <laughs> Don't forget to listen to 20 Questions on Deadline. Thank you again, Allison. Thank you. Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was edited so well. 
I think you're so talented. Social media interactions are only positive when you use Zigazoo. Zigazoo is the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. Your kids can upload their content and see what their friends are up to. With Zigazoo, they can create videos, enter to win prizes, and try out the latest dances and trends. There's no commenting, no text messaging, and everything is 100% human moderated. Plus, all community members are real, verified kids just like yours. There are no bots, trolls, or AI. Because Zigazoo is about one thing and one thing only, and that is fun. Try out Zigazoo this spring break and let your kids share your vacation blogs and best edits with their friends safely. Download the Zigazoo app today. That's Z-I-G-A-Z-O-O. Ready to unlock a world of entertainment? Philips Roku TV has America's favorite TV streaming platform built in. So you can watch live TV, catch every game, discover must-see shows and hit movies, and get all the best streaming apps in one place, like iHeart, for all your favorite music, radio, and podcasts. Watch what you want, when you want. Immerse yourself in entertainment with premium 4K picture and sound for every budget, with sizes for every room. Find your perfect Philips Roku TV today, online or at your local Walmart and Sam's Club. This week's episode of the Ron Flatter Racing Pod previews graded stakes races Saturday in Kentucky, California, and New York. Trainer Jack Sisterson. Sisterson talks about Channel Cat's bid to win the Red Smith Stakes at Aqueduct. TV analyst James Scully takes a look at this weekend at Churchill Downs and a long look at the next year's Kentucky Derby. Race Day Las Vegas hosts Ralph Sirocco. Handicaps the races. Subscribe at iHeart, Apple, Google, Spotify, or Stitcher. Download it Friday morning at vcin.com slash podcasts. Ron Flatter Racing Pod sponsored by... First bet. All right. So the reason I was just screaming. We don't have a reason. Our guest was on. I felt bad for our guest. So Stanford Steve. So came, that's how you express remorse? Yeah. Is you start yelling? Well, I was, I was hoping that he would hear me and that he would like trip or something. I could like ever that. invite you to a funeral. <laughs> start yelling. What's wrong? I'm sad. Um... So NIU, Northern Illinois, and Buffalo, uh, it was 27-27. The total closed at 59. Now, it opened at 63.5. So if you got in early, then you were okay. Or you could have middled it, obviously. Um, But Steve came on, and he was on Daily Wager earlier today and gave under 59 on the show. They go to overtime. Kicker misses the field goal. Yeah, that stinks because the same team won and missed the field goal. So it's not necessarily the, be- the wrong call. You just kind of got unlucky. Right. Right. Because the total should have been 57. It should have been 27 or 30, 27, Northern Illinois won yep. in regulation. And the under would have hit. Right. And uh, I would have been happy. Steve would have been happy. Because it was only happy. a 38-yard field goal. Right. Yeah. And the wind snagged that. Then – for the NIU backers like myself, Buffalo's on the doorstep. They run a read option, and they fumble. fumble. Yeah. So now you've got new life as an underbetter because, in theory, Northern Illinois is just going to run and kick a field goal to win it. 
First play, 25 yards to the house. Touchdown. Action. On the ground. That'll do it. Uh, final score, 33-27. to 27. Total finishes 60. Northern Illinois gets the victory. The over cl- wins over the closing number. But once again, there was a window of about four and a half points if you got in early <clears throat> and then late. So uh, my apologies for the rudeness That's to okay. our guest, uh, Mr. Stanford, Steve, and yeah. Sean. He yeah. was trying to get... Yeah, he was trying to get. Uh, I'm used to it. Analysis, but you need to stop acting up in front of company, okay? <laughs> you need to stop asking him the same question about is Michigan State going to win? You just need to be man up and know that no one's going to pick Michigan State to win except for yourself. Genius is lonely. I and always tell you this. Apparently, it is. Yeah. Can is, we talk about? Is your best receiver going to play? No, he's out. Yeah, that's that's a good thing. It's unfortunate, but Naylor is out. By the way, yeah. Mel's walking in that team meeting saying, I'm here, guys. This is a that's journey re- that we're on together. That's Whether reported. or not he's going to sign it or not, all that a- matters is the mindset of the guys that they're getting on the plane flying to Columbus with. And I'm telling you, I've been in those meetings. He's telling those guys, I'm here. I told you guys I was going to see this through. Now, I don't know if he's going to stay or not, but $95 million is a lot of money. That's a, a That's con- a lot of money. It's a convenient time. Absolutely. For that to come out. Smart. Yeah. Very smart. I wonder who put that out there. And I wonder Tucker's how camp. long they've been sitting on it. Or if it's real. No. It's a lot of money. Either it way. It would make him the, I believe, the highest paid coach in college football. No, it's the same as over ten. Is he? Yeah. Well, so make Dabble. The- all right. Yeah. I'm sorry. And I'm presuming that Kirby Greatest is as coach well. of all time. Yeah. Uh, another guy who's won multiple national championships and then Mel Tucker. You know, I always say this when it comes to player contracts. It's the same with coaching contracts. The market's the market. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of those guys have incentives or escalators in their contracts where if someone else. Today's overpay is tomorrow's bargain. Yeah, but uh, if someone else, like Dabo, Nick, Kirby, those guys, they have escalators in those deals where if someone else signs for a certain amount of money, they have to be within a certain percentage of the highest paid guy in college football. Brilliant, brilliant marketing by Michigan State and Mel. Brilliant. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And once again, whether it's true or not. 2015, uh, last time Ohio State lost a conference game at home versus who? Sparty. Oh, and all of those players were not on this current team. That's okay. (laughs) Just saying. I told you, when Oregon came to Columbus and won, Stroud threw for 484 yards. I could very easily see that happening tomorrow. But Oregon ran for 264, 69. So that gives me some hope. Cigar bet. Oh. I'll give you two and a half. No. I'll give you three. Oh, 30? <laughs> three points. No. No. How about you get a three to one odds? You get three cigars, I get one. I don't want any karma attached to this game. That's not trustworthy karma. Thought you believed in your team. Uh, look, I am betting Ohio State. Absolutely. I know you are. Because you're a hater. I'm not a hater. You are. How am I a hater when I bet against Michigan State? You, Michigan State has the worst secondary statistically in college football, and you're going up against the number one offense in college football. How do you think that plays out? See, I'm a man of the people. And I know we have a lot of people here at VEASAN behind the scenes on all the great shows on the network. And I was going to use these proceeds to throw a Christmas party for all those guys. <laughs> and here you are rooting against the mechanism that could make this possible. Yeah. 
Yeah. I've seen some of the tickets that you've won, and you've never bought me a cup of coffee. So, well, you know. but, but that's because you went to Hawaii and didn't think about me and Aaron. You started it off. Selfish? Yes. So I now have all of the people behind the scenes that make these shows possible on my side. No, because if Michigan State wins, some no, of the proceeds are going to the Visa and Christmas party. You know what I did on this show, Sean, was I had a segment where I said, go play seat. You hear the, you hear the hand clap. Yeah. Yes. Well, I actually had yeah. a segment, unlike you, who shows up every day. Hey, you know what I bet? I bet this, winner. I bet this, winner. <laughs> what I do is I have segments on the show where I say, hey, go out and bet George Mason. And look what happens. They win. Or, hey, you know what you should do is you should go play C.J. Stroud right now at 30-1 to to win the Heisman Trophy, and now he's sitting at plus 175. I do that. You just come in. Hey, look at my parlay. There. So you, did, I, did I get a text about Orlando Magic under today? So, I didn't get that text. So listen, here's what happens. Did and I get a text so, on a so, parlay so, so full, of action? Full disclosure. Because I'm a former professional athlete, mm-hmm. because I'm a former – college football coach, I'm very hesitant to bet early. And that's something where I, I'm new to, you know, this platform. I'm making adjustments. I'm very hesitant to make decisions early in the week, even though a lot of people have told me that's when the best numbers are there. But having been on the inside, I know so many things change. So let me ask you a question. That I, I Do just, you bet seconds before the game starts? I actually made... Literally seconds? So, so the Orlando, you, the you Orlando could, Magic game started at 440. I decided to bet that game probably about 434, 435. Okay. Yes. And you could have texted me and said under, and I could have gone, oh, I will great. from now on. And I, I apologize. Gone, I will from now on. And the beauty of technology is I, will. I could have made that I will bet. from now on. I apologize. Are we even now? No, not if you're going to root for Ohio State. There's a lot on the line. Yes, there is. Yes. I have C.J. Stroud to win the Heisman Trophy. If they lose this so are game. You, are you going to Are you going to put on a Christmas party? Sure. I will buy a Christmas uh, ham for, for our group here. <laughs> no, I'm talking about the whole network. Yeah, I'll, I'll buy. I'll get a six-pack and a ham. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Ah, no, you know what? If C.J. Stroud wins the Heisman Trophy... I will take a – how much do you want me to put down? A so third watch. of the proceeds? So what? So so here's the interesting thing. I if, will get the crew – I will get the crew uh, a big spread from Victory Burger or something like that. <laughs> they eat that every day. No, they don't. Yes, they do. And they pay for it. I will pay for it. <sighs> Whatever. CJ Stroud wins here's, the highest. Here's what's trophy. great about Saturday. Nothing matters that we say because we're not playing. That is we're true. just going to that's, be. It's fair about every viewers. single game. Yes, we're going to sit and watch and <laughs> listen. All I know is the last time Ohio State lost a conference game at home in the Horseshoe in Columbus, Ohio, was 2015, and it was to Michigan State. That is that's a great nugget. Yes. And Mel Tucker and guess was who they're also playing an assistant Saturday? at Georgia at that time. They're playing Michigan State. Let's go, Sparty. Let's go, Sparty. Are you going to go and, like, do you have – is Darrell Revis going to show up, like, you know, with magical uh, – He went to Pittsburgh, didn't he? No, I'm just saying. Are, oh. are you going to get some new corners for them? Because uh, they've got to stop Olave, Oregon Wilson, threw, In the Oregon Juba. loss, C.J. Stroud threw for 484 yards. Yep. Throw away.
Then cigar bet. Come on. Cigar go to, bet. Go to break. Cigar bet. It's the nightcap. We'll talk to Brad Evans, top of the hour, next. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Hey, Sarah, I loved that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was so cool. I think you're so talented. Social media is only positive with Zigazoo, the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. In Zigazoo, all community members are verified kids just like yours. And all content is fully human moderated. Try out Zigazoo this spring break. Download the Zigazoo app today. As someone who lives for politics, when a major scandal unfolds... It was shocking. I have to know... What were they thinking? Backroom deals. Huge amounts of money. CIA secrets. Sets off a firestorm in Washington. Affairs. No way this guy's got a mistress. Corruption. I knew I was a dead man. Warning, it's even messier than you thought. United States of Scandal with Jake Tapper, Sunday at 9 on CNN. Hi, I'm Antonia Blythe, and this is 20 Questions on Deadline. Joining me today is Alison Bree. Welcome, Alison. We got second place in my seventh grade lip sync contest for one of the songs on that album. The one that was like, you've already won me over. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. It's like very of all slow. The, of all the options. In spite of me. <laughs> like, what did we do? It's so slow. Don't forget to listen to 20 Questions on Deadline. Thank you again, Alison. Thank you.